Hello, and welcome to Recent Activity, your new favorite entertainment review podcast that attempts to cover every film, every show, all at once. I am your co-host, Andrew Morgan. With me, as always, is a man who requested we do this episode about our top five shows about guys named Reacher, but was flatly denied, Mr. (laughs) Shane Beauregard. How are you, sir? I'm doing well, buddy. I'm glad to be on the mics tonight. And... That we have a semi-normal episode where we're not reviewing 20 freaking films tonight. No, instead we're going to just <laughs> encapsulate an entire year. How easy on us How is easy, that? right. I know. Let's do it. No big deal whatsoever. And of course, uh, after you being sick for weeks, I am under the weather uh, trying to make the best of it again this week. So what we will we will do our best. Uh, also, Shane, I didn't say this to you when we were off the mics, you had like a tornado hurricane weather crazy down by you oh by the way right now it's 45 uh, mile per hour winds and raining uh up here now so thank you same here buddy same here yeah i saw the flooding and stuff my friend who lives down by you it's it's wild it's wild stuff so i'm glad you're all right glad you have power on and all that you know staying dry you know for now until your fingers crossed until your pants get wet when you start talking about your favorite shows which is what we're going to be doing today we are doing the top five tv shows of 2023 according to us here at recent activity uh shane before we get started i always like to kind of do the look back especially because uh i told you what you had previously uh on our mid-season episode and what i had as well and how it back then it was more or less like, oh, man, TV's kicking movies' asses and oh, all these great shows. And now, like, I think this is the deepest roster of TV shows, at least I've watched in a year, of brand new shows or new seasons in a long time. And I had a ball. I, I, did you, would you characterize this as another, like, really good TV year? Very solid year. Um, looking at my mid, my mid-year shows, again, I got three that aren't in there anymore. I wrote down, like, seven... I guess you'd call them, um, what would you call them? Honorable mentions. Honorable mentions, as we like to cheat, and we won't go through all seven, but it was hard. Oh, we will. You know th- we will in some fashion. We're, it, yeah. it was hard to narrow it down to five. Like, there are some really good quality TV out there today, man, and I loved I loved it. I loved it. A lot to choose from this year. Yeah, and I watched, uh, I don't know, did you watch the Golden Globes? You don't seem like the awards type. We always kind of go through this, but did you at least I... maybe uh, see who won? I like to look. I like to get up and look at the winners list, so I do know who won. So okay. I, I do like looking at that. I was happy enough, but it's weird that the Golden Globes uh, seemed to think there was only three shows that aired last year. Oh um, yeah, but I can't complain about the ones they did because one I don't watch, and the other two I enjoy quite a bit. So not going to complain about that. But hopefully, uh, we will be able to recognize more than three shows <laughs> in our combined top tens. Uh, or top five, excuse me, uh, 10 shows that we will cover. But yeah, I, I have a lot of new shows to my top five as well. So I'm excited to get right into it, especially because we had to say goodbye to a bunch of shows. And we mm-hmm. had to, uh, there are surprises here where I'm like, shows that I absolutely love in a lot of regards are nowhere near even my honorable mentions, basically. I found that to be interesting doing it. But uh, Shane, why don't you start us off, man? Because I'm sure we'll have a lot of uh, 
errant conversation about the year scattered between these picks. So why don't you start? What is your number five? Okay, my number five may be a little bit of a surprise. And they just dumped all three seasons on Netflix, and I got into the show very late, right? But season three came out in 2023, so it does qualify. And that is Warrior on HBO or HBO Max. Wow, okay, yeah, I'm familiar. Mm-hmm. And that is the... Uh, Originally conceived by Bruce Lee and was originally supposed to be the Kung Fu series. Right. Back in the day, that got morphed into the series that's now on HBO Max. I don't know where I was in 2019. This show is awesome. Yeah. If you like storylines, if you like fight choreography, if you're like into the Daredevil Netflix show, this takes that fight choreography and like ups the ante on it. Like it is so entertaining Mm. the storylines make sense the political landscape in 1800s san francisco with the chinese immigration coming in and how they were looked upon back in the day right great show the only person you'd recognize honestly is uh joe taslam okay who was in the night comes for us and i think he was in raid redemption oh yes yes Mm -hmm. yeah yeah uh, and mortal Kombat. so you'd recognize him but man i'm telling you i I think I started, like, I watched this whole three seasons in about two weeks. That's how good this show was. Wow. So number five for me, which isn't on anyone's list, but it's one of those sneaky good shows that's Warrior now on Netflix. Hey, man, who cares? This is our list, baby. You don't need to qualify it. Right. You know, it, <laughs> it, you it's go so with good. your loves. But so good. As you, you know, you're ringing my bells, I mean, uh, with the raid and uh, the night comes for us and stuff like that. Those are right up there. And obviously the Netflix daredevil, um, which I did want to casually mention. Um, I don't have like uh, a complete list of like the top five worst shows, uh, but I did kind of want to ring the bell of, uh, you know, the death March of uh, Disney plus. And that, that's kind of been our bane of existence this year. And, and Daredevil being one of those things where it was like they completely screwed that up and have no idea what's going to happen with that show now. But yeah, the original Daredevil was near and dear to our hearts. And obviously, if it's got anywhere near the fight choreography on that, I am absolutely interested. So that's great. That's good to know. Is that show continuing or is it now done after three? Well, here's what happened. It's one of those things where HBO canceled it after season three, but it's picking up a lot of steam where they're talking about continuing it for season four. Right. So it's kind of in the works, if I want to air quote that. So sure. it's not dead on arrival, but it concludes itself in season three. So you won't be like, oh, man, they left me on this cliffhanger. Sure. They kind of wrap it up. So it's worth the dive into this thing. Got it. Sounds good. Uh, it's a good recommendation by you. Uh, my number five is a show that I did have on my list back in the mid-season one uh, because, to me, this is the best version of, we were saying, a lot of those shows that ended this year. Uh, this is my favorite of those. Apologies to Ted Lasso and Barry, but it is Succession, which got a lot of awards last night from the Golden Globes uh, and is one of my favorite HBO shows of all time. I uh, mentioned this a lot in the midseason. Uh, just, you know, it's one of those shows that you might go in for, you know, kind of the the backroom dealings of a major entertainment company that kind of echoes kind of the version of the Murdoch family in a way uh, in, in this show and a lot of the uh, the gross lives of, uh, you know, and, and the nastiness of uh, the rich 
lives uh, in, in this country and, and the moguls that run it and just it's batshit and I absolutely love it. But, you know, you may come for the business stuff, but the, it's really just inherently almost like a Shakespearean family drama. And like the the cast is so incredible. Um, and obviously it was notable last night with um, Kieran Culkin finally won uh, for his uh, depiction of Roman Roy, which I, I he was impeccable in this season because he kind of plays, uh, God, more of the the emotional roller coaster of everybody because he he desperately everybody has like uh, they desperately want attention from the father and then the there's a an incident with the father. I don't want to spoil. I know it's been a while now right. but i still don't want to spoil it for anybody but then you know something happens with the father and then it becomes like everybody just becomes emotional train wrecks and he lashes out more than others and just it, it, he's electric in this particular season so i'm glad he got recognized um you know but uh matthew mcfaden uh he also got recognized uh with the golden globes as well well deserved um his uh relationship with shiv um, Sarah Snook's character has some of the best monologue, like fight, dramatic fights, not like fist fights, but like a marriage fight that I've I've seen on television. That was like so accurate and so biting, and it's ugh, engrossing. So this season, some people might have uh, you know issues with how it ended, ended, but you know it's it's honestly it made a lot of sense to me, and I enjoyed it quite a bit. So that's my number five. Uh, succession and I not like I need to recommend it to anybody if you haven't heard of succession by now uh <laughs> you know I don't know where you've been but uh yeah great show okay uh a show I need to get on board with I just haven't been I haven't had to sink my hooks into it yet I I tried to watch a couple episodes and I just couldn't get there yet but uh I'm gonna try again I'm gonna try again because yeah. again unlike your recommendation I get it from all sides like you gotta watch the show you gotta watch the show so I'll yeah. give it a look my number four was my number one at the midway point. Okay, and and that your number one threw me for a loop because I completely forgot about it altogether. I ended up putting, I think, at number five right. uh, after I tried to cheat back in. So you did, yeah. So this goes on on reflection of what I watched and really thinking about it and everything. I wanted to put it higher, but I have to go The Last of Us with Pedro Pasquale and Bella Ramsey. We've discussed the show ad nauseum, but it's on HBO Max. You go ahead and catch it up. This show came out like at the beginning of next year, so it was like an early entry into the year. Right. But just what a phenomenally great conceptual show based on a video game. And with the Nick Offerman episode, which we've gushed about, but that's still one of the standalone best episodes you'll watch all year on whatever platform you're watching TV on. So go check out The Last of Us. It's, you know... People like I, I tell them it's like about the, an apocalypse and whatever, and they they start tuning me out. But I want to smack them like that's just the backstory, man. Like this is a great character driven show. That's not like The Last of Us and all that bull crap. This is a you solid mean the Walking show. Dead. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, yep, yeah, yeah, The Walking Dead. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Walking Dead. Whatever iteration of The Walking Dead you want to throw up there, the five spinoffs they have right now. Yeah, exactly. It's be- yeah. yeah, it's better than any of those. So The Last of Us is my number four. Yeah, uh, Nick Offerman uh, won an Emmy for that guest spot and well-deserved. I almost, I wanted to almost pitch to you, like, if, if I was to do anything to add to this episode, I would be like top, 
you know, three or top five episodes of the year. And if That'd that was right the there. case, it'd be right there. Um, I mean, we'll talk about some with some of these other shows, but yeah, that would that definitely hit me hard. The only reason I will say it right now, The Last of Us is not on my list. You son of a bitch. I know, I know. Um, it's power-packed year. That's no shade to Last of Us. I, I enjoyed it thoroughly, but I kind of went back through it a little bit, and I was like, had some standout episodes for me, but I think as far as like where it lands with other shows and as a total season, I think it's kind of uneven a little bit, okay. and I think it can improve. My Obviously, my curiosity lies that I probed you when we were kind of reviewing it on the show was okay, now it's going to turn into almost to the second Last of Us video game, which people are more concerned about uh, with bringing up to light. And I think Correct. they just hired Caitlin Dever, right? Did I hear they that? Did. Yeah. They sure did. Yep. Right, how how'd you feel about that? that news? Fits right in. Fits right in to that show. And that character fits perfectly in there. And all I see from you know Twitter uh, is... Poor Caitlin Dever, like because people think like they're gonna hate her now. Is that accurate? Uh, they could, they can. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> She's such a sweetheart, though. <laughs> I know, I, I know. It's gonna be interesting. Uh, and again, I'm going from glimpses. I don't want to read anything. I don't want to know anything. I didn't play the video game. I'm trying to stay church and state separate. You know all that, but uh, I, I I can't help myself. But yeah, it was just like ah, oh, poor that poor girl. I don't want her to get raked <laughs> over the coals. You know. But I just want that season to happen already because I am excited from where they left it, of course. Me too. Yep. My number four is an Apple TV show, Hijack, one of Ooh. our one of our favorite watches, I thought. I don't know where you land, if that landed in your top five or not. But uh, this is, of course, uh, the show starring Idris Elba about a plane from Dubai to London that gets hijacked on a seven-hour flight while authorities on the ground scramble for answers. I think this show was one of the most engrossing shows. Uh, I'm so glad I was able to binge it uh, because it just, ah, it was just like every week I was like, the cliffhangers were so awesome. Like it, it was one of those shows that you just couldn't put down. And I was so happy that I was able to just kind of like run through. I was like a maniac watching that. I mean, it's only, I think seven episodes, right? Cause seven. yeah, cause it goes through every hour of the flight, man. So good. The only thing you could kind of like maybe shrug is like the absolute ending of it. But like everything on the flight is absolutely engrossing and amazing and, and so well done. And by a lot of people who, you know, I didn't know coming into this season, into this show. And I don't know. I think uh, sometimes my Anglophile stuff gets in the way or whatever, where I pump up a show more because it's British. But man, Apple, <laughs> Apple knows how to pick them, man. They do a really good job. And, you know, well, it's, it's, it's an incredible show. It's like I said about Apple, like they don't have the quantity of shows out right now, but what they do have, it's all quality stuff. You're not yeah. going to find like a show that's terrible on Apple TV. Yeah. Right. And I think we've discussed this. This is like my favorite Idris Elba vehicle that he's ever been in. And I love Idris Elba. Like I could watch him sit there and read a book all yeah. day. Yeah, for this sure. This is like his best vehicle that he's been in, period. I love this show, but it did not crack my top five. Ah, oh, oh, man. Oh, I know. I know. Kill me. 
That's all right. You wanted to kill me on the last one, so I think we're, we're going to get a lot of this because we like a lot of the same shows. It's just the jumbled order. It's tough of yeah, how it's it tough. is. It's going to be interesting to see. Uh, so, what's your number three? My number three new entry. Uh, it's a spinoff of one of our favorite shows on Amazon Prime. I uh, see where this is going, and that is Gen V. I did not expect this show to be as good as it was coming off the boys because you don't know how spinoffs are going to materialize. And all set in this school for soups that their parents like injected them with the <coughs> with this serum, and it is an just <laughs> just as outrageous. And over the top, as the boys, this is the same thing. And I loved every minute of this show. This show, I wish they would have dumped it all in one day because I could just binge this and watch this eight hours straight. I love Gen V. So that is my number three. That is not on my list. But that was one, of, again, between that and Last of Us were like the last cuts of this. So those are like my honorable mention stuff. And I'll tell you why, Shane. And we kind of talked about it as it was going on. When they did the hard reset of the memory flip, basically, uh, yeah. I, it I took gotcha. a while to get back into its groove. And for a show that, again, it's what, eight to ten episodes or whatever it was, to do that, it you're really kind of flipping this whole thing on its ear, and it takes me out a little bit. So that's the hard part for me to where if I'm, if I'm again, small little bits is what it's going to do for an end-of-the-year list, right? It would absolutely end up on my top seven or eight, ten, whatever, like however you want to make a list that isn't a top five, but it's just, it's just okay. right there. But obviously anyone could go back and listen to how much we glowed about the show as it was going on. But especially that first drop, that first like three episode drop, oh. incredible. And the ending also very good. So to me, it's only that part in the middle and when they strayed away from the relationship between the brother who they saved and Cricket, that was where I thought that was the better stuff. And then they went away from that for a while. So that kind of, you know, again, talking gotcha. little hairs, little hairs. But I think they could. That's a show that has better legs than maybe some of these other shows. Right. I so gotcha. I'm looking forward to seeing where that goes. And obviously we get the boys back this year, too. So, yes, thank th God. That'll be awesome, especially because they are kind of like in tandem a little bit. Yeah, a little bit. Enough. But for me, my number three slot is Slow Horses. Uh, this okay. show like came off the top rope at the end of the year, as it always does. They put out a new season like every like 18 to 20 months. It's crazy. Or excuse me. that No, I'm sorry. Uh, like Almost every year because it's been it started in 2022 and we're already through. This is season three. So they, they're incredible at this. Like they just keep plowing through. And uh, again, another British show on Apple that I think yep. is absolutely astounding. Gary Oldman and his crew are so good. And it's, it's such an impressive show that they could basically do. I, I liken it to 24, but that doesn't sell what it truly is. And I mean that because it's usually you know, these isolated seasons where there's something big going on. It's an espionage show. It's a spy show that, you know, you could jump right in and not know who these people who are in these from the previous seasons. And you could totally watch this show. You could be like, oh, my God, this is the situation. These are the guys who can solve it. These are the people who are the backstabber, duplicitous people. And here we go. And let's let it rock. 
And this season did something that actually would probably pique you, Shane, more than others, where a lot of it was like, again, spy espionage stuff. But this season in particular got violent. And this season had a huge gun battle in like an underground bunker warehouse that is basically like, you know, mice stuck in a maze just getting shot at completely and having to fight their way out. That goes on for like two episodes. Nice. So, yeah, that uh, incredible, incredible. And I always marvel, too, how much they can fit in because these are like six episode seasons. So you can watch all of them right now. All 18 episodes. Just binge right through (laughs) it, buddy, because they're so rewarding. Did I like season two a little more than season three? Yes. So that's where obviously I'm not going to put this higher up on my list. But man, this season is another banger. They're signed through season five already because of how much quality is in this show, how much Apple loves it, how much people love it. Yeah, you need to get on this, Shane. I this do. Is, this I will. Is an I excellent, will. Excellent show. Um, and brings a lot of people into focus, like Kristen Scott Thomas. When was the last time you saw her in something? Uh, you know, so good. And yeah, Gary Oldman, obviously, amongst other excellent, excellent cast. Everybody in here, they. They'll have somebody leave in uh, season one, get replaced in season two. Don't miss a beat. So it's okay. incredible. I need to get on it. You're right. I do. And the fact that I'm running out of stuff to watch, I have to start watching this show. My number yeah. two was my number three at the midway point, And it's another Apple show. Like Apple's just killing it. And uh, it's a show we both love. And that's Shrinking with Jason Siegel and Harrison Ford. I can't speak enough about this show. It is just... Again, one of the best shows I watched. I can't wait for season two. I can't wait to see where it goes. This show gets better every episode. It kind of builds on itself. So get through the first episode, which is kind of like a melancholy, melancholy, just kind of sad episode. But then it just kind of gets funnier as the season progresses. And I'm not a Jason Siegel fan, so that speaks a lot for me. He's just fantastic in this show. So shrinking on Apple. Apple is killing it. Um, that is my number two show of the year, which again was my number three show at the halfway point. Yeah. This is my number two as well. Um, okay. Awesome. Yeah. I'm interested now whether we have the same number one and I don't, I don't know if we do. And now I'm really, (laughs) Oh, Oh, I'm all tingly. Um, (laughs) calm down. Yeah. Shrinking. I just, I, I, in the same way you, uh, told me off air that you basically have started rewatching all of Reacher to get just for fun. Um, I went back and rewatched that first season, the the shrinking first season, man. Uh, it's interesting how much it changed for me. And I I will say this openly. Um, my brain is in a different place. I'm mentally in a different place from when this season came out to where I am now. So it's interesting. Uh, I was more emotional back then. So, uh, it's interesting to watch a show that has so much going on with like uh, a wife who passes away, um, a guy, a therapist who's reeling from it. Plus you get the the actual therapy practice, a lot of patients that are involved, some more than others. Then obviously the daughter. What's interesting to me on the second watch is now because all the drama doesn't hit you as hard. Now you can kind of let other things seep in. Harrison Ford is the best thing in this show. And it, like, oh my God. Like the humor is actually what stuck out the second watch because you, again, if one thing dampens, the other, you know, things succeed a little bit more, man, 
so good. And I mean, we raved about Jessica Williams uh, and some other of the deeper cast in here, too. But yeah, Harrison Ford <laughs> just makes me laugh all the time in this show. He gets all the great lines. I have to rewatch it. But I, what I remember from season one was Harrison Ford's character gets fleshed out more as the season progresses. So, like, he gets more dialogue, he gets more scenes as the show carries on. Correct. From, like, the first two episodes, and that's where I think he really... Because you're right, he did shine. But it took a while for me to to have him shine throughout the series. So, I, I you know, I, I should give the show a second watch. But yeah, uh, it's so smartly mapped out, Shane, and you kind of alluded to it. They make it about... Because it is about Jason Siegel, right? And everything bounces off of him. It's his coworkers. It's his neighbors. It's his daughter. It's all this, right? But then, even in, what, a 10-episode season, something very short, they they easily map it out where whole episodes where it's like, he could kind of go away a little bit, and you, it doesn't miss a beat. Because you have Harrison Ford and his Parkinson's and his daughter relationship and his new relationship with his doctor, all this other stuff. And then you could go to the neighbor and sh- and and Sean, his patient, and like they start a business together. There's so much in here, Shane. It's a 30 minute show for 10 episodes. And honestly, the thing that blew me away watching it the second time, I don't know when they're doing the second season. Honestly, though, it works as a really good like. If this was the only season, I'd be like, good for you, cool, right? I'm actually okay with it because otherwise, the ending of this we talked about where it's like. I don't know if that's the direction I want to take this show. I don't care. If it if it's just a, that's the end of the series, I'd be like, that's amazing. That's a bold, boss-ass move. <laughs> right. No, good on you, because I, I need to give it a second watch now, because uh, I just am in love with this show. And I, like you, I'm a little different uh, headspace-wise now, so it probably will hit me a little different. Yeah. Because it hit me heavy the first time I watched it. It was like, oh, man. Like, yeah, it does yeah. hit you. If you're in that different mind spot. But, Absolutely. Uh, and and you and I uh, at the midpoint when I went back and listened to a little bit of it, the way we talked about it was that we also kind of incorporated some of the things from the show into our exactly. own lives. Yeah, absolutely. And it does help you out. If you're watching a show about therapy, you should probably listen up <laughs> a little bit if you're either in therapy or need therapy. Like, yeah, there there's some things you could take away. And I I, I definitely did. Yeah, Absolutely. So my number one, which this show was not out at the time when we we're doing this list, but it is <laughs> the best show on TV, hands down, no arguments, no if, and, or buts. It's The Bear, season two. This is mine too, so we can wrap this up nicely. That's my number one as yeah. well. Jeremy Allen White, again, one of my favorite. To me, this season had two standout episodes. Yeah. One, everyone talks about the Christmas episode, but for me, it's the Forks episode. Yes. When it's all about Richie. Yep. And this show just builds on from the first season. And I can't get enough of this show, man. I love everything. I love the frantic, just fast-paced, like just anxiety-ridden episodes this this show gives you. I love Jeremy Allen White, who, thank God, is finally getting his shine from all those years of playing Lip on Shameless. Yeah. Which he was great on that show, but now he is actually getting his roses, as they say. Uh, Eben Moss Bachrock as, as, as uh, again, Richie, just fantastic. Uh, Ao, I can't pronounce her name. I'm like, try. Yeah. Yep. But just the whole thing is great, man. Like, this is a show I can rewatch several times throughout the year 
and be perfectly okay with it. And again, it gives me it gives me two standout episodes. Uh, but Forks is the episode I would put up there against any other episode put out by any show this year. And just to give you a refresher, too, when we talked about this, because when we did our top five midseason report, uh, the bear just got dropped. So we kind of like talked about it in the episode, but knew we couldn't put it on the list because we hadn't finished it. And at the time, you said, because you hadn't gotten through those two amazing episodes, right. you even said like the Copenhagen one was your, your oh, favorite. That you was, know. yeah, that's another one, yeah. So, I mean, this show is loaded with great episodes. And the cameos, uh, as far, like their cast is already tremendous. And obviously you listed some of my favorites on there uh, with um, uh, Jeremy Allen White and A.O. Edie Berry won uh golden globes last night for their performances and well-deserved but holy shit dude between bernthal jamie lee curtis john mulaney oliver platt uh what isn't like david duchovny in it or no uh bob, o- bob um oh bob odenkirk yep odenkirk. Uh, uh gillian jacobs yep um uh, just I'm doing this off the top of my head, so you'll have to excuse me. But uh, and then uh, Olivia Coleman is in the Forks episode. Yep. I know that. And then uh, 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 what's the the guy's name from Guardians who's in uh, the Copenhagen episode? Yeah, play, yeah, I Poulter? forgot his name, but yeah, William Poulter, Poulter? William Poulter. Yeah, yeah, exactly right. Yep. So good God, man, what an amazing show! And it seems like based on the cast, like everybody wants to be on the show. Everybody, the first season. I thought they couldn't do any better. And the second season, as I just said with Shrinking, where I was like, what a well-mapped out show. This show, very rarely do you get multiple episodes that are about literally like one character. So your lead protagonist is not in multiple episodes. And then you do a flashback episode right in the midstream. And it's amazing. Like, there's no momentum loss. There's no tempo changes that throw you for a loop. Amazing. It's a show I is just incredible. Like you said, like anxiety inducing at times. It's like got uncut, uncut gems energy, uh, you know, <laughs> stuck in that, you know, kitchen. And then sometimes it's like so relaxing and relieving. It's like uh, I I likened it to ASMR when we talked about, you know, we were like watching people, you know, make these like pristine dishes and, you know, just video of flowers and stuff. Like it's just gorgeous. It's just gorgeous to watch. Um. Yeah, it's absolutely the best show on television. It's not even close. Yeah, I'm glad we're in agreement there, buddy. Yeah. Uh, and again, I did like the standout isolated episodes that we got, like with Copenhagen. They shined on different, uh, just different casts, like the Hispanic lady who was like the sous chef, and Tina, she got yeah. her shot. Tina, she got her shine like in two episodes, yep. and I loved, I loved her character development in this show. Like they give enough. To the supporting cast, we're like, okay, it doesn't take away, like you said, it doesn't take away from any other character on the show because you want to know about these people and they do them all justice. And I absolutely loved it, man. Like, I loved it. And I cannot wait for season three. Like, bring it. Like, I can't wait. Yeah. And they've had a quick turnaround, too, with season one to season two. So I'm curious to know whether they have season three in the bag already. God, especially since uh, the momentum coming off the Golden Globes and all that stuff and Oh, yeah. Jeremy Allen White, he's hot because he was in, you know, Iron Claw and all that stuff as yeah. well. So, you know, I, I can't wait. Hulu and Apple, good stuff, man, this year for, out of them. 
Yeah, and even though we didn't like it, I mean, Aoyedi Biri is seems to be everywhere now, and including Bottoms, you know, was a big well, deal for we'll, people we'll, that um, was, for other people, not us. It was a big deal uh, in in a sense. So, and she's got a lot going on. I, I, do you remember? I, I I'm trying to remember. Oh well, she was a uh, she was in theater camp that we watched. Yes. We liked her in theater camp. We yep, absolutely. So there's that, and then she's also uh, she was a voice on the Ninja Turtles movie that came out. She was also uh, a voice in Spider-Verse. So, yeah, she's just all over the place now. Like, she went from, like, who is this person to everywhere. So good for her. She well-deserved. Uh, she seems like a delight, too, even watching her at the Golden Globes last night. So it's good. I like award shows for that to kind of get a sense of, like, the the real person's personality, uh, especially when it's someone I root for. So that's incredible. Love that. Um Glad we're on the same page, buddy. And and is there because I already said to you that like my last cuts were kind of the Last of Us in Gen V. Did you want to shout anything? Yeah, out let's go ahead. That? Let's go ahead. Because my number two show at the midway point isn't even on my top five anymore. Yeah, it's crazy. And that was right? Poker Face, right? Yeah. That was Poker Face. Yeah, great show on Peacock. Outside of that, I had the Righteous Gemstones on there. Platonic with um, Seth Rogen and, and Rose Byrne, another Apple vehicle. Yeah, so you uh, did made, finish that. Yes. Okay. Awesome show. Would make my top 10, but not my top five. Okay. Also, I liked <laughs> Jury Duty. That yeah, was on I need Hulu. to get on that. I am such a, uh, especially, that's it's such an easy watch. Like, why wouldn't I just it toss is, that and on? It's yeah. hysterical. Yeah. And then uh, Barry, though I didn't like the last episode of Barry, that's still on my honorable mention list. And again, you mentioned Hijack, which made my top 10, but couldn't crack my top five. So if I had to give honorable mentions out, those uh, would be it. Yeah. Uh, like I said, besides Last of Us and Gen V for me, I know uh, Daisy Jones and the Six. I enjoyed yeah, that quite God, a bit. I need to watch that. Yeah, I enjoyed that quite a bit. That is uh, definitely, especially if you're a big music fan, especially like, you know, if you're into Fleetwood Mac, it's a lot of very much the echo of that story. So that it's a it's a engrossing watch, much like a lot of these other shows that I liked where you're just so into that drama. And and the music's very good, too. It's I think Phoebe Bridgers and some other people made the music for that show. So good. Um, so I would check that out. That's on Amazon Prime. Um, like you mentioned, Barry, you know. Saying goodbye to Barry is tough because, like, the the highs of that show were tremendous. And even the final season, for how much we had issues with the flash forward yes. uh, in that show, that I would still say there's a lot of things to love. And that cast is so deep. And, and gosh, yeah. Just even the Raven stuff in that, ep uh, that season is so good. Uh, that, you know, like you could just laugh thinking about that. And, and, you know, so for all it's false, there's still a lot of good stuff. And Henry good Winkler, very good, uh, in that season as well. Um, but yeah, just the other ones, I'll just run them off quick. Mrs. Davis, poker face, only Murs in the building. Uh, and if you want to do, uh, the mini series route, follow the house, of the Usher, follow the house of Usher. We both enjoyed, uh, yeah. too. So I'd probably say that's an excellent deep year in tv right year um so that that you know kind of rounds out something uh we're, we've been doing more and more on here you know and i think uh when maybe because i said to you kind of off air like you know how disappointing uh some of the upcoming roster of movies or at least on the blockbuster end looks uh for this upcoming year maybe we dive in a little more tv then, right and, you know? and 
If I could cheat, which I didn't want to cheat, I don't want to go with the Andrew route, but I would have snuck Reacher season two into my top five because I got a feeling would. by the yeah. end of it, it's going to be my top five. But I'm playing by the rules. We still got two episodes left. Yeah. So I can't put it in my top five, but the, another excellent show going on right now on Amazon Prime. Yeah, in my convalescence uh, being sick the last few days, because, you know, I, I like to do the research uh, outside of rewatching the last season of Monk, uh, you know, because that's my <laughs> just that's my that's my Campbell soup. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. that's just your your home. Some people watch The Price is Right. I'm watching Monk. OK, <laughs> um, but yeah, I started to rewatch this season again to kind of get back into the groove because is the finale this Friday? Did you say that? I forgot. No, two this episodes? is uh, two episodes left. So this okay. week is episode seven and then episode eight. Okay. So, yeah, we're so we're close. But, I, you know, part of me is just I wanted to kind of go through. The only thing, and I know they're probably holding some. They got to hold something back. But the swan intrigue is probably where it's best landing right yes. now. Uh, because the bad guys are a little little laid back. They're, we're, we're in the goon-centric period now sure. but now we're getting to the big boss stuff so that's where i'm like all right let's go Let, <laughs> let's stop blowing up uh residential homes with pipe bombs and let's <laughs> let's get into uh the good stuff let's go full let's get into some cowboy shit yeah exactly need more <laughs> cowboy shit in my life um anything you want to shout out while we're here at the end of the episode like as far as like uh things you uh watched in the last uh couple of weeks that we kind of haven't been saying anything you caught God. up with Anything you can recommend? Uh, I don't know. Anything I would recommend. Uh, so far, uh, as I told you before this episode kicked off, the brother's uh, son. Yeah, yeah. On, with Michelle uh, Yeoh on Netflix. With Michelle yeah. Yeoh on Netflix. I'm two episodes left. I'm loving that show right now. Okay. Um, other than that, I, would, I couldn't recommend anything else. Like okay. I told you, after we get off the mics tonight, I'm going to start right in with Echo. Right. Which I'm excited about. Yep. So we'll see what the TVMA does for Disney Plus. Exactly. That's their first their first kind of Netflix feel kind of show that's going to be on Disney Plus. So we'll see. Yeah. And Fargo's wrapping up in the next couple yep. of weeks, too. So we'll probably talk, you know, kind of do a in my end wrap ends on next that. week. Yep. Yep. Yeah. So a bunch of shows that may have ended up on your list. But, you know, it, it, the timing is just weird, which that happened with me, too. I think with Slow Horses uh, when it first came out, I think it crossed over. It uh, did. It was like New Year. Because they dropped it in December, I remember, and it crossed over into January. Yeah. So Season this one two, they did think, just yeah. right before the bell. So I was able right. to put it on. So I was happy that <laughs> happened for this year. Um, yeah, I, I, I can uh, recommend Society of the Snow. That was my latest review for Netflix. Uh, what's on Netflix.com. Um, check that out. That is, uh, if anyone saw live back in the, the 80s with a young Ethan Hawke, uh, this is the, the version you know, some people might be like, this is the version done right, because it actually has people from the region speaking in their native tongue, doing what actually happened. And they even shot part of it in the actual crash site from those uh, that Chile, or they're trying to go to Chile. They were Urugu Uruguayan uh, mm -hmm. rugby team that uh, uh, lands in, in the Alps. No. Yes. Yeah. Andy's Andy's, Andy's, Andy's. Yeah, again. God, I've been it's sick okay. for days, man. Allow some grace uh, to my brain. It is struggling right now <laughs> uh, on last fumes. So I appreciate that. But um, yeah, society of the snow. I also saw Eileen, um, which is a batshit movie uh, that, you know, for people who like that type of stuff might enjoy. Uh, takes a hard right turn late in, in the movie, 
but it kind of uh, dives into like Carol, single white female-ish type of like vibe um, in there and then takes a real hard turn um, to how it ends the movie. Um, so some people didn't enjoy that, so it got lesser critical reviews. I was into it. It's fine, but it's again, it's a shorter movie, takes that ride late, so some people weren't on board. If you're on board, you'll enjoy it. I liked it enough, so if you want to okay. check that out, that's cool too. That is on PVOD right now. That is not on okay. any streaming service, so I was able to catch it that way. Um, also, uh, Anatomy of a Fall, which won a bunch of awards on uh, the Golden Globes. I covered it here on this podcast months ago, but that's also now on PVOD. So if anybody is interested in watching it, that's a very good movie. Okay. Um, check that out as well. Um, other than that, yeah, I think that'll wrap it up for this episode. Uh, next week, we will have our top five movies of the year. Maybe we might, we talked about maybe doing some shenanigans with that yes. one, maybe doing either draftish or adding people or whatever so stay tuned to whatever we concoct for our end of the year movie wrap-up for 2023 do the right thing go out there give us five-star reviews wherever you listen give us uh, follow at recent act pod do all the things uh tell my mom how great i am do whatever you gotta do <laughs> to tell other friends do whatever you gotta do to give us more shine uh because we need it especially you know new year we want to blow up you know how it goes uh right. so be sure to come back next week for more recent activity <laughs>